0: You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of August 22nd, 2021. This is episode
1: 199. Oh my goodness. From that city by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barce, And for almost 200 episodes, but not quite, we're getting there. Uh, this is Chris Powell. On this episode, AJ and I are continuing the conversation about that old PPE stuff, our post-pandemic everyday carry, some of the things we take with us when we go out and about. Plus, we'll also be talking about some insights on the gear we bring with us on our travels, whether it be around the house, around the neighborhood, around the city, around the state, or around the world. Gosh, it's good to be on the stick for this one. By now, you should know you're listening to the Bellingham Podcast.
0: 199 times I've asked you this, so I will ask you one more time. How are you doing, Mr. Powell?
1: In comparison with episode 200, because I know what's coming. I'm doing great. Thank you, AJ. Uh, you know, smoking a pack of cigarettes and while I'm consuming all the air yeah. around me uh, without menthol lighters, uh, it's, it's a little smoky outside with the air quality. How about yourself?
0: Uh, I'm doing well. I, I just got back from a, a fairly big trip, which actually plays into a lot of um, what we're, we're talking about as we go through our PPE, uh, post-pandemic EDC, as you coined.
1: Well, play on playa.
0: Yeah, well, so so this episode, what we're going to focus on is not just our EDC for the hybrid, high flex, or remote work environment that we have gone. I got into. your high flex, brother, right here. <laughs> Sorry, man, I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I smell what you're cooking. Yes. So uh, what we're gonna look at is, now in the post-pandemic world, um, obviously traveling has started to pick up a little bit, whether that is by ground, by sea, or by air. And between the two of us, we've done quite a bit of all of that, or at least starting to. Um, and so I wanted to use this episode, our 199th episode. Have you caught that by now, folks? Oh, yeah. we're we're excited. And yes. Captain Get Out's real excited for 200. Absolutely. Um, So we wanted to kind of continue on with our PPE, but look at also what we carry or the EDC of travel or getting out or getting about, um, whether that is by land, sea or air.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'll go first on this one. I just recently had a a bit of a get out for a while. And by the way, folks, Captain Get Out, that's AJ, by the way. He's really looking forward to episode 200 because he's sadistic. Uh, He is. We have we have plans. Plans that I have been waiting for for months. Yeah, no, he he's he's he wants me to do something that I'm not entirely comfortable with. You'll hear about it on the next uh, episode coming soon. But uh, anyway, getting back to that. I had a chance to take a a trip with my beautiful wife back in April and early May, and I do not like to bring five suitcases along with me. Um, I have this visual of someone with their nose in the air with uh, their their little dog uh, on a leash walking with them. Legally blonde? I don't know. It's not that kind of picture. Um, But there's a... A a valued someone carting five suitcases behind me. No, that's not how I roll. Uh, For six weeks, I brought a backpack with me. Six weeks. Six weeks, and I brought uh, some, you know, I I usually have a bit of a capsule wardrobe. For that weather pattern, it was black T-shirts. Sure. Gray socks, and, uh, you know, a few things here and there. I did have uh, another a little tiny suitcase to be able to have some incidentals because, you know, the creature comforts.
0: So two bags, one for each shoulder.
1: Uh, Sure. Uh, (laughs) I had my 511 Rush 12 uh, backpack, which can store uh, 12 liters. No, it's not 12 liters. It's like 24 liters uh, it's a Rush 12, okay. but uh, it's it, it stored a great deal of amount that was my carry-on, and I checked a bag in on the flight back. I don't like to bring a lot with me, even if I'm going six weeks. Uh, I'm on deck to uh, go with my beautiful daughter to her uh, college to get her checked into her dorm, and for that... Uh, four or so day trip that I'll be out of town. I'm bringing one bap- backpack. Yeah. Uh, I've learned that you pack light and go fast. It's a wonderful mantra that I have uh, ascribed to, and I just bring what I need. What you know, without having to worry about the what if. What if I'm going to be going here? I should probably bring that with me. It's uh, I don't have a lot of FOMO because oh by the way, if I'm in an area and I really need something. I might be able to just purchase it while I'm there. That's nice. Uh, how about yourself? So before we dovetail to me,
0: so can you describe a little bit more for those that haven't flown yet during the pandemic or, or coming out of the pandemic? Like, what wh- has air travel changed much? Or I mean, your
1: opinions of it? When I went, uh, when I went to fly, my my wife and I drove to our destination in Montana, yeah, and then I flew back to Bellingham, right? She stayed there and had some other fun uh, with her friends and. In the in the Bozeman, Montana airport, which is a lovely airport, um, I'm masks the whole time sure. per regulations. Back in early May, yeah. stuff changes. Yeah. However, um, I am always just very uh, compliant with whatever TSA rules might be yeah. um, to be able to you know abide by all of their stuff. It's just a lot quieter now. That was before the summer travel season, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be. Uh, hopping on a plane with my beautiful daughter, uh, all bets are off. I might follow up with you later on when I get back to th- cite the differences. But for the most part, there wasn't anything that really stood out to me. Okay. Other than everyone was a little bit more distant, uh, sitting from each other. There were a lot of more people standing just because the, the only seats were, the, there was usually two or three seats available. They had them clearly marked in the in the gate waiting area. Sure. Uh, for social distancing, it's just stuff like that. Some of some of the uh, some of the Dineries and drankeries were closed when I was uh, flying around there. It's just a. It depends on what airport you're you're working from. So, but what about for the the flight your impending flight?
0: Is your is there anything crazy like is your flight requiring proof of vaccination or anything crazy like that? Oh or?
1: golly, uh, well if it does, I have uh, a form of that. Okay. Uh, draw your own conclusions, folks. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I I have no idea. I'll probably check the website of the airlines that we're flying out with and just to see if there's any requirements. Sure. But otherwise. I bring, I bring that mask that I described yesterday. It was the one that my daughter bought online, and you know, 100% human from Everlane. That was what I got because I like the gray mask. Cool. Uh, that's about it. So, so for me, I've I've been doing a lot more ground travel. I haven't taken to the skies yet.
0: That'll that'll come in a few months. But for for traveling by car or by truck, uh, in my case, if I'm going to a, a different city, uh, like on the east side of our state or whatever, that sling that I mentioned is kind of my work sling. But for for fun. Um, I I have a Alpha 42. Um, so that same company that makes that cool mask that I mentioned in previous episode. The Alpha 42 is basically like if you're familiar with those roller bags, it's about that size, but it's a soft shell. Okay. Uh, and it's a backpack. It also can be a, a shoulder
1: uh, a shoulder bag or whatever. Multifunctional.
0: Very multifunctional. Um, and it's it's either Alpha 41 or 42. It's in the 40 series, and it's it's the. 4142 stands for the leaders. So it's a fairly big, it's the maximum that you can bring onto a, most planes domestically here in the United States and I think even abroad in Europe. And it's, I can pack for weeks in that bag just like you. And that means business and pleasure. I could, I can have my trekking stuff right next to my business attire.
1: I would imagine is if I'm traveling for myself, I really just have to worry about myself and my things. You've got a little shaver. Yes. Uh, and so therefore you may not, I'm assuming call me off on that that you may not be packing just for yourself with that 42 liter beastie.
0: So some most most of the time he carries his own cuz he has a little REI tarn uh, 14, I think it's 14 liter. Tarnation. Ooh. Tarnation. Uh, that's his adventure bag when he's with, with me. But, um, that also is his travel bag and a school bag. So like he can, he can put enough stuff in there, but yeah, between my wife's bag and myself, if there's bigger items, we we do split him.
1: I think when you're a parents of a little, you have bring a whole lot of stuff with a just in case.
0: Yes. There's, I can't tell you how many times cars and dinosaurs have made it into my, my bag.
1: Yep. Uh, and you know, uh, one might not pack as efficiently as you when you're a little. No, no, but,
0: uh, no, that, that, the, I can't speak highly enough about the alpha if you're if you're a person like uh, myself or even like you Chris like the to have a bag that you can just flop open with a clamshell and then have basically you don't need to have packing cubes in this type of a bag because they're already quadranted off built into the bag so you have a big bin on the left and then you uh, sorry you have uh, two two medium-sized bins on the left and one big bin on the right And lots of different nooks and crannies that you can shove stuff into that's all zippered and coordinated off. For me, if I need to grab and go, I can just dump stuff in there and go. Or if I'm like my wife and I have some Thor thought, I can use packing cubes and be even more space uh, economical. So that's what's in my bag. But you know what's not in my bag? 102.3 102.3 FM
1: KMRE. Uh, I, I definitely think that they are uh, un- unable to be in any bag. They are uncontrollable, uncontainable, uh, but they're streaming all over the darn net at uh, kmre.org. <laughs> I took that whole, <laughs> that whole shout out for you because you caught me off guard on that one. <laughs> that's because we're so scripted. Well, that's because when I'm like, Oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. it's like I can not toss it over to you. It's authentic, Chris. It's uh, authentic. It's completely authentic because I just took over and I was like, "Oh yeah, Well, thank you, KM, Marie, for all of the episodes that you have aired on your fine radio station, uh, the Bellingham Podcast." Is truly appreciative. Yep.
0: So the the last bit of my EDC is going to come, of course. Uh, my shout out to the Watch Fam. That's right. And because of the pandemic and because of the timing of when, no my, pun intended, yeah, when when my my wife uh, had planned to get me a Father's Day present over a year ago now um i got the baltic aquascraft bronze one of the first runs so it's numbered uh thank you etienne and um that that watch hasn't really lifted my wrist which is why it's been all patinaed and you can read my write-up about it at ajbarce.com shameless plug and so really when it comes down to traveling I, i travel with one watch usually it's this one um it's been on my mountain trips lately and that really opens me up to wearing different straps with it so during the pandemic, I've I've worn lots of different straps with this, and really it's come down to these three heavy hitters. Um, the one that I have on right now is a Zulu uh, Zulu Alpha strap, one of his uh, precursors to what's called the Blackbeard.
1: Highly sharp and black. Of course, eye proof.
0: Uh, just because I got back from a, a mountain trek recently, but the other two that I've uh, really been wearing a lot with this watch is the Elliot Brown Heritage strap. Um, shout out to our mate across the pond, Dan. Timely underscore moments. He's, Hi, Dan. He shot me one. Um,
1: the the Elliot out re- of a cannon across the pond. No, didn't I had to catch it. It was really hard. There you go. Um,
0: that strap is just, you know, it's, it's a blue strap with a, a light blue center line. And it's just so soft. It's just, it, I can wear that um, for business or pleasure. It went up to Mount St. Helens with me. So it can survive that harsh environment. It's like butter. It really is. Um, so those are the two British straps. And then I have one other one that I wear quite frequently. And uh, it's by RSM. Uh, RSM straps, the Wallace, Wallace strap. I showed you that one. Yes. Uh, and that's got kind of the coffee. They call it coffee with the blue think they call it the engraved stripe and honestly like that strap should have just come with this watch because it just works so well with bronze so you got coffee brown on the outside with this blue center line race racing stripe down the center that's kind of indented all on a fabric strap and that that really goes well with the strap cool but that's usually on my left wrist mm. on my right wrist since i pretty much got it when i'm out and about trekking I've been double wristing, meaning that I have an analog watch on one wrist and a digital or connected watch on the other. Sometimes you see this from people that are in the watch fam and they usually want to wear like an Apple watch or a fitness tracker. I do the same when I am trekking and I recently, uh, not recently, but during the pandemic, I picked up a uh, used Garmin
1: Instinct. When you got it, we did make mention of it, and and all of the functions and how it doesn't tie into a particular silo of of sorts.
0: So I've I've really taken this to the extremes with this thing. Uh, I mean, I, I took it up to, to St. Helens with me. It it and it survived, although on the last mile it almost died because um, it was so cold. And I mean, like I said, it, it this this watch really is for a a fitness tracker for those that like the trekking. I cannot recommend it enough, um, but it's not something I wear. Every day, it's my everyday. For like I said, when I'm out, when I'm traveling, if I'm trekking, this thing is with me because it is my GPS. You
1: know, since that episode that we had in the past, uh, when you had gotten the Garmin and you decided to go double wristing, yeah, uh, the Bader Meinhof phenomenon is like exploding for me right now. Huh. So, uh, the Bader Meinhof phenomenon for those of you that are unfamiliar is that when you see something for the first time, you see it everywhere later on. Really? And I'm noticing that there are people who have a timepiece. And another type of uh, something on the wrist. And I'm not talking about like a uh, a bracelet or a cuff or something like that. One might have a uh, a Fitbit or some other kind of uh, fitness tracker, very similar to what you have, and then the analog timepiece. And so... I, I'm seeing more and more of that uh, as I observe people out and about through you know my beady little eyes. So uh, uh, good on you for what you've been uh, up to for that.
0: it. Now, what what are you, Captain Two Watch Minimalist?
1: <laughs> Shinola Runwell 47 millimeter, baby. Um, <laughs> I, I I I go back and forth because I know that I've got some uh, you know time when I when I feel like the SKX 007 mod because yeah. it's so comfortable and it's right there and it, it you know automatically goes. I wear it if I feel like the Shinola. I wear it. I don't have a rhyme or reason. I just feel like it. And by cracky, it's my decision. I don't have a lot of decision fatigue like the toothpaste style in most grocery stores. (laughs) But uh, today, it's a Shinola day. Uh, So that's what I wear. All right. Pop quiz. I'm taking you off script. Okay, hot shot. All right. Okay, here's the situation. Catch that uh, Fresh Prince th- throwback. We have a listener on the show who is uh, so appreciative of our show that they want to buy us one item of whatever our choice is for our, to augment our everyday carry. Because they're an everyday carry uh, aficionado as well, but they have like 12 digits in their financial portfolio. Oh, wow, that's like 11 more digits than me. Exactly. So if someone was to get you like w- your ultimate unicorn something for your e- edc as of 2021 aj what would that be
0: Ooh, that is off script and a very good question so if it so if it if, if it had to be, if it could be made i would say if etienne the owner proprietor of baltic would like reach out and just like aj if i could make the pacific northwest watch of your dreams with the baltic what would it be that would be it but if if it could be bought Honestly, Chris, if I could get uh, Garmin's instinct came out with a solar version of it. And after taking this up on St. Helens and using it and getting out of a, a complete whiteout snowstorm, that I, experience, that experience, <laughs> like I said, um, I would love to have this as a solar version because then I would not have to worry about, yes, this has a week long battery, but if I'm using GLONASS and Galileo and and GPS and stuff, and if I'm using it as a tool, you know, a solid 14, 15, 16 hour day in cold and extreme temperatures and stuff, I put it through its paces. I'd love to be able to have that thing just take any type of sun it could to keep it going. All right. What uh, about you?
1: What about me? What about me? Um, So if you know, I I get whatever I want because we research the heck out of everything. Sure. Uh, And I, I, you know, purchase within my means, of course, we've already, you know, discussed that. If I had a benefactor, it was like, Christopher, I want to get you whatever you feel like for your everyday category. I
0: I love how like we have like some like foreign national as like this, this whale that's, that's listening to the show. It's great.
1: Well, I (laughs) I just wanted to make it a little bit more exotic. (laughs) I ask nothing of you other than you continue on your Bellingham podcast episodes through episode 200. Go to 300. In the meantime, what would you like have this yes exactly <laughs> uh i would probably say uh, kind person thank you so much there is a place in san francisco california called mission workshop and as i have checked out a bunch of bag websites just to kind of do the old oh that'd be sweet or oh that looks cool uh, carryology.com GearHungry.com. Uh, a ba- uh, pack tracker. Sure. The, you name it. But the Mission Workshop is this uh, place in San Francisco, and they have an archive system, an ARKIV hmm. backpack. And it is a component system in which you would choose the uh, the base backpack of your choice. And then there's a whole lot of connectable, uh, attachable peripherals. Through Molly or? Th- I it think stitched? it's through their own third party Connecto with uh, awesomeness. Huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, my research doesn't give me much comprehension about what it does, but it looks cool. As it heck. looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and so the mission uh, workshop archive that that whole thing and that would run pretty high uh, hundreds, if you will, for that system. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the backpack. It is totally like stealthy. And when uh, the zombie apocalypse hits and uh, the weather gets dark most of the day and cold and stuff like that, that's what I probably w- would love to have very cool. on there. But until then, I won't have something like that. I will continue to use the 5.11. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's just break for a little bit, AJ. This has been a long ride. Uh, since February 2016, thank yes. you so much for 199 episodes of audio editing, all of my stuff, uh, and all of my foibles and the technology and things like that. Thanks for doing all that you did, plus uh, figuring out the 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 juju, uh, the juju or the or the recipe, if you will, uh, to uh, upload and then have a blast of so many uh, podcast syndication platforms, et cetera, et cetera. Including
0: Audible, as you've recently found out.
1: Yes. uh, Yeah. So we're everywhere. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for all that you've done for all these episodes as we are uh, kicking it into uh, another triple digit zone.
0: So in these last nearly 200 episodes, Chris, I mean, I've I've had my side projects like on Patreon and stuff. You recently kind of dove into this stack of subbing.
1: Yes. uh, Stack of subbing. That's a good way of putting it. Sub stacking?
0: Uh, I don't know what the the verb is. You
1: know, in all these episodes that we've done, you've heard me talk about the the tinfoil hat, the online privacy and security. The the, OSINT crew. The OSINT crew, the OSINT fam, if you will. um, Open source intelligence, if uh, you're playing at home. And I just got all this information in my head from what I've learned to try to protect my online life, try to protect my family's online life if they'd listen to me. Uh, and I want to get it out of my head and just, I don't, I'm already blessed with a day job. I'm already blessed with a freelance uh, uh, business. And I just want to put stuff out there for free. And so I, you know, there's this website out there called Substack, not the stack of the sub, Substack.com. It's the it's darling of newsletter publishing online as of late. Um, and, I spun up a newsletter or I launched a newsletter called Gray Man Technology. And what is a gray man? Well, the gray man, other than the guy you're listening to right now with the hair on the top of his head, um, I the, the gray man is someone who can blend into society without causing a whole lot of notice or creating a, a ruckus, if you will.
0: Fades right in.
1: Yes. And to kind of drift in and out of uh, situations without being noticed or, or standing out, That is what the Gray Man Life is, what I try to subscribe to when I'm out and about. Even though I'm 6'3", and an eighth of a ton, and some, uh, I don't want to stand out too much. Depending upon how teriyaki is involved. That's right. How many spicy chickens could fluctuate more than an eighth of a ton. Uh, But I've got this information, and if you go to graymantechnology.substack.com, you have an opportunity to sign up with your email address, and it's free it's it's one person's, one technologist's perspective on information that could help out with your online life. Uh, I sometimes go into the weeds of some things people might not like to do, but I got to get it out of my head. Yeah. And it's an ongoing process. And this is the latest content creation uh, s- stream that I'm uh, paddling down.
0: And I like it. I think I was subscriber number one, wasn't I? Unfortunately not. Oh, you were subscriber number two. Did your mom two. beat me? No,
1: no, no, no. There was another subscriber that beat you to it, but that's okay. Fine, you're, you're part fine. of the top five, the, the, okay, the high five. That's fine.
0: I can take that. Yes, I can take that.
1: I understand. But anyway, so uh, that's one more uh, content thing. I got the Canvas Insider podcast, which is my solo project, yeah. uh, which is you know for learning management systems and educational technology. I'm not just yakking about Bellingham and the PNW. I also talk about educational <laughs> technology. A lot and, more serious. I yes. do miss
0: the rock music, though, for the uh, record. Again.
1: I, you know, I value people's time. And when you have the, you know, we've got the, uh, the same guitar riff music. I love that loop you
0: made, dude. I love yeah. it.
1: It was from GarageBand. And uh, I just kind of, oh, that sounds cool. Drag. Okay, well, uh, that's kind of, okay, here's another part of that uh, loop. Drag. The, the little, ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's That was part of it as well. Uh, but I don't want to waste people's time. I go straight to it. Yeah. I'm Chris Powell. I'm a Canvas admin. Let's talk, let's get into it, and I talk about things, and then I wrap it up. And uh, you, if you put me on 1.4x, like I listen to most of my podcasts, it'd probably take you a couple minutes to blast through some information. So I like sharing things with people.
0: No, that's cool. I, I, like I said I like I like your new
1: project and stuff. I I thought I was number one. Fine. According to your mom and dad, you are number one. So Aww. make no mistake.
0: Which uh, well, speaking of, happy birthday,
1: pops! There you go. Happy uh, birthday, AJ's dad.
0: So yeah, uh, on on the project front for me, uh, I've I kind of been in sticking to our show, uh, largely because we're gearing up for two hundred. Um, I've had a few people ask about Analog Explorer, and it's still in the works. It's just I had some trips abroad planned that obviously this all got derailed, and so as I wrote my Manalog Manifesto in the first first edition first volume. Um, You know this isn't uh, an annual thing it's just when there's the content it gets published because it's you know uh, in print with an ISBN so uh, you know I don't get take backs like a blog. Um, The Analog uh, Explorer podcast on the other hand um, I had planned a second season. Uh, around March of a certain year, and you know we had one episode, and then it I, you know I had to I had to phased out because life occurred with the pandemic. But there is some works in in the podcast land for the Analog Explorer, so we'll we'll see where that goes um, in the next twelve months.
1: All right, so as we're wrapping up one ninety nine, have we mentioned that the episode 109 This is a bi- this is a big thing. We want to uh, have just you know one question to consider. So if you're uh, AJ, if someone's listening and they already have things that they're taking with them, whether it be a handbag or whatever, uh, and they want to get into the EDC thing based on what we've been yammering about. Instead of publicizing a thing, what is a mindset or a principle that you can share for others to keep in mind?
0: And we can't use the buy it for life uh, moniker that we always use.
1: Right. No, that's disqualified because we said it so many times.
0: So. I, what I'm gonna what, what I'm gonna say is start with what you've got, mm-hmm. and th- that's something even with my sling. You know, I've had that sling and I've used it for years, and it's been sitting in a in a closet because it had a purpose when I first bought it. And then I used my my leather satchel that I had from Passion's Leather, and you know, because that worked for that time. More and more, like I, whenever because I, I mean. For watches, I guess it's a little bit different, but for everything else on the table, because dear listener, like literally all of our weapons are on the table, as it were, clean that little bug that's crawling up on your chrome.
1: Yeah. It's not a murder hornet. It's just something needs to be flicked (laughs) off of my sling. Bad karma. See you later. Bad karma. (laughs) Anyway. But no, uh,
0: genuinely, like look, before you start getting sods, shiny acquisition uh, disorder, L- or sad, sad, sad. sad. sad shiny but if you put the umlauts
1: on the A it'd would side, there you yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> uh,
0: shiny objects disorder. Uh, you're you're welcome, Danny. So like uh before you start doing looking on to the Zon or wherever you go shopping to go get something, because I see this a lot, Chris. Like whether it's technology or whatever, people are just like, oh, if I have this thing, this knife, it will save the world for me, and that's mostly the picture that we paint because we really want something. And in watches, I see this all the time because marketing in watches has always done that. If I wear this Rolex, I can summit Everest. No, you working your butt off and doing smaller mountains will let you summit Everest. There you go. So look at what you've got first and build up that way you know what your case is that you need that piece of equipment for it.
1: Cool. What about you? Uh, First and foremost, never go into debt acquiring something for an everyday carry. Preach. Uh, And also I heard a term back when I was a a youngster, you gotta play little ball before you play big ball. If you buy the top of the line, OMG uh, thing as part of your everyday carry, you might get the latest, you might get the greatest, but guess what, in about six months there might be something that is the OMG. Start with something that is reasonably priced, Learn it, get intimate with its features and how it works into your life. And when that time comes, either flip it uh, yeah. for a decent price or pass it pass on to it someone. Forward. Yeah, pay it pay it forward or give someone a friends and family discount and then move on when you've acquired the cashola for doing it. Don't do a stupid thing like I did in my 20s and get in a good amount of financial debt with credit cards by chasing something in your mind Yeah. Uh, I don't want anyone listening to the show to think, oh, I got to get blah-dee-blah. That because...
0: made that you have in your pocket. Yeah, or... exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, because, well, Chris uses this. That means I should do it. No, because you're not me. Yeah. Even though, you know, there's only room in this world for one of me. You're you, dear listener. You do you. Yeah, well, that too. And, uh, mm-hmm. but also uh, purchase things after doing some research Uh, Be very wary of the reviews that you hear about things because sometimes those can be fabricated. They're spiked a lot of the times. Spiked reviews, meaning they may not be actual, authentic uh, people given their comments.
0: Or that they were given to the reviewer for free or that there's a lot of that. Like here on the show, anytime we... Mentioned something? Either Chris and I disclosed that it was given to us, or we bought it with our own cashola, which yeah, is
1: most of the case. Pretty much, uh, or else I just beat up a kid on the playground and took their stuff.
0: Oh, come now, Chris, <laughs> be nice.
1: You know what? There was one time on the playground. This guy, his name was Sean, and Sean had this fork, and I really wanted this. <laughs> wow, <fork. laughs> you ran with that? Yes, so I did. Impressed. Why not? Anyway, uh, buy within your means, and uh, don't don't believe the hype. Yeah. Work does what uh, does what works for you, and then do, take it from there. Let's stick a fork in this. 199 episode
0: yes uh yes one after 199 episodes everyone knows that i'm going to say that wraps it up for this edition of the bellingham podcast thank you again so much for listening to us rating us reviewing us wherever you like to get your podcast remember if you're in the bellingham area you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 fm
1: they are community powered and for 100 some episodes uh 150 some uh, yeah yeah because about 50 episodes in they kind of grabbed us yeah yeah they're streaming uh, all over the darn internet at kmre.org check out Saturdays at 3 p.m. on the Pacific Time Zone to hear us uh, chatting about we are so thankful uh, for you first of all listening to our show if you subscribe to it thank you so much this has been an absolute honor to be Uh, Coming at you live, recorded, that is. Uh, (laughs) That was a Tesla 80s reference. Uh, But to be able to uh, take part in this for all this time, from the 98226 zip code of the Pacific Northwest, I am Chris Powell.
0: And thank you, all dear listeners, from the City by the Sailor Sea, I'm AJ Barce.
1: We'll see you next time for the big one, or another big one, the episode 200 of the Bellingham Podcast.
0: 200. 200. Let's just let that settle in for a little bit. Yes. Like 200 Spartans. 100 (laughs) shy of 300.